This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is AutoCorrect, helping you correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill with the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, and we are here to help steer you in the right direction. Allison is also an ASE certified uh, mechanic. Today, we're going to talk about changing your tires. You know, if you need to do that, uh, between your vehicle repair questions, folks are getting ready for the Memorial Day weekend. Maybe you're going to take a trip. Maybe it's uh, uh, around the state of Mississippi. Maybe it's a little farther on, or maybe you're planning a summer vacation, and you we're going to talk about some things that you need to do to get your car ready for your trip. One of the most important things is your spare tire. Do you even have a spare tire? Lots of cars now don't come with spare tires. Maybe they have roadside assistance that their uh, your drivers can uh, take advantage of um, you know be be aware of that don't be surprised especially if you're renting a vehicle check to see if it has a spare or if you have roadside assistance and how do you change a spare tire that's the things we're going to talk about today now if you do have roadside assistance a lot of times they'll come and change your tire for free but it might take 30 minutes an hour uh, or a little bit more um, Allison uh, do you, so, you know what, what do you think is it uh, is it more feasible if you can change your tire yourself or wait for roadside assistance I say try to loosen your lug nuts, and if you can't loosen them yourself, then you may have to get roadside assistance. They usually will have an impact driver that will have more torque on it um, because sometimes your lug nuts are over-tightened. But, but otherwise, it's a simple procedure, and you should try to learn to do it yourself. It, it, it's pretty easy. Yeah, if you can do it yourself, um, it, it certainly will get you on the road a lot faster than uh, waiting for AAA or, uh, you know, somebody to you to call somebody, somebody to find a tow truck, the tow truck come to find you. Uh, What are some things that you need to have in your trunk to make sure if you do, uh, you may have an emergency like a flat tire? One thing for sure is to make sure your tire is aired up, that that your spare is aired up to the pressure it needs to be. Sometimes you get in there and it's actually gone flat over time. Um, the ones that are up under the trucks that hang down that you let come down on the car, you need to make sure those are in good condition because they sit up under there and they dry rot and they go bad. On some cars, most cars they have a, or these days, the, your later models, they have a pressure sensor in your spare tire and it'll let you know that the air's gone down it also. Um, sometimes that throws people and they're filling up the tires on their car when it's actually their spare tire. So that's something to keep in mind about that. Those are some things. And then um, one thing that kind of helps that I've noticed uh, when you're dealing with getting the spare out of your trunk, if you have a car with the trunk, then you need to kind of keep your trunk 
clean a little bit because it's a whole bunch of stuff you'll have to pull out of there if you're traveling with it maybe keep that organized that might help some that's right everybody how many times have we said this every single show make sure you have your vehicle's owner's manual if you don't actually have one that came with your car go online get one and and keep it there because that that has so much information and it'll uh it'll tell you know they has the instructions right there on how to change a tire yes and also, you can get them off of eBay for cheap or Amazon, where people are just selling them. I, I recommend keeping the hard copy or getting or downloading the PDF file of it and have it on your phone where you can pull it up. All right. You need it. So you'll you'll need your jack. You'll need your lug wrench, and a lot of times, you know, that's vehicle specific because it has to match the nuts on your car. Uh, we have uh, I found this out. If you do pull over to change your tire, be careful of fire ants because <laughs> they they might be there. Uh, you might want to stick a, a poncho in your glove box, maybe a flashlight, uh, some gloves, uh, things like that would help you to change your tire. Allison, let's go through the steps real quick. Um, a lot of these things are on people's owner's manual, but just to refresh people's memory about how, uh, how easy it is to change a tire. Uh, the first thing you need to do is make sure you're in a safe location. Right. If you can pull over, if you can pull over off of a road, take the off-ramp or turn onto a road, do that. I have actually heard of people dying from being on the side of the road with a, a, a something going on with their car and some freak accident happened. And so it, I get absolutely paranoid. In fact, when I get pulled over, when in the past I've been pulled over by the cops, I used to speed a lot. Um, I would actually drive way out of the way to get off the road, and I swear that got me out of more tickets because I think they appreciated that I got so far away from traffic. I would pull way off the road. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, it, it's better to uh, uh, ruin your rim by driving on a flat than getting exactly. hit by a driver. That, that, no, so that's the thing you don't want to do. You absolutely don't want to ruin your rim. And if it's just enough where you can get it off the road, that's the thing. With a flat tire, you can't drive it on the rim like that. It'll tear it up. So you do have to be aware whether you can do that or not. All right. Uh, when you first pull over, turn on your hazard lights. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure the parking brake is on. Um, you know, that's either down by your left foot or in the middle of the car. That's right. Now, uh, I like the, uh, the, the safety triangles that you can put out by your road. If you have to stay on a busy road, mm-hmm. learn how to use the safety triangles. When I've seen people use it, it was amazing. It pushed you into the lane away from the car so that it's not right on your lane. If you set them upright and space them out right from your car, then it'll push you off away from your vehicle while you're working on it. Yeah, and if they're reflective, I think that would be especially good at night. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, wheel, wheel wedges, that isn't something I've ever had in my car. Uh, this uh, uh, website that we've taken this information from, um, uh, uh, Bridgestone, uh, suggests having wheel wedges to keep the car from rolling. That probably would help. Those jacks that come with the cars are not the most stable. There's certainly something you don't want to get under the car if you don't have to. 
Um, so I could see where that would help stabilize it, especially if the where you're jacking it up is a little bit uneven or something like that. So your car might want to try to roll. So that could help if you have some of those in your car, for sure. Uh, one thing you need to know, just as a general owner's knowledge, or as a if you're renting a car to knowledge, uh, if you have a, a hubcap or a wheel cover, uh, you'll need to know how to get that off. Yeah, most of them they just pop off. You can pull them. Uh, some of them are kind of hard to do, uh, but you do need to know how to take off your hubcap or wheel cover, um, and that of course is in your owner's manual. Yeah, sometimes it may just look like lug nuts, but they're just little screws that hold that on. After the wheel cover's off, then you do loosen the lug nuts. Before you jack up your car. Right. That's the only way you can do it, or it'll turn the wheel while you're trying to loosen it. So go ahead and loosen. Do not take your lug nuts off. Just crack them loose. And lefty, loosey, you turn it to the left to loosen them. Just crack them and make sure they're they're turning. Once they're turning a little bit, that's all it takes. Go ahead and jack it up, and then you can take them off the rest of the way from there. And then after you don't want to take them all the way off while your car is sitting on it. Exactly. After you've loosened them but not re- removed the lug nuts, that's when you uh, put the jack under the vehicle, right? That's right. And, and then uh, when you put the jack on the vehicle, you want to use, it's called the pinch weld on there, and your jack will fit on that comfortably. Um, so that way, it uh, it's the jack that comes with your car is made to go on the pinch weld, and it'll fit on there nice and neat. And it usually has a little dip in the pinch weld near the tire where that's where it sets in between. So it's it's pretty easy and pretty straightforward on where to put the jack on the car. And I'm always surprised at how very easy it is once you get the jack under there. Uh, you know, a 90-pound weakling, weakling can uh, lift it up using using the jack. It's pretty easy to raise the vehicle with the jack. It's very easy, very easy to raise the jack with the jack. Uh, but be careful! Don't get under, you don't get under your car if you've just jacked it up on one side. Yes, Getting, I've actually had a jack break before. It wasn't the kind that you use when you're on the side of the road, but it it popped a spring. The spring shot out so fast it it almost hit me in the leg, and uh, and you know dropped the car. It was just a, an old jack. So jacks are temperamental. I've seen uh, the kind that are used on a car. I've seen threads go bad on them and then loosen up. So they they are they can be dangerous. You, you do not want to get up under your car. All right. After you've got the jack under there and you've lifted the car up, that's when you can um, completely unscrew the lug nuts. That's right. And that should you should be able to do those by hand, and then then you uh, remove the tire uh, from uh, the the car. That's right. Um, and you can do that. Um, that you, you sometimes you're going to have to kind of shake it or hit it. You can hit it with your hand to kind of loosen it up. It'll kind of rust in between the contact points on the tire where it attaches to the rotor, and you want to break that loose so sometimes it takes a little bit of force to get it off but as soon as you have the lug nuts off the tire will come off 
All right. So then after you remove the, the old tire, that's when you put the spare on. And as you mentioned, you know, some vans, some trucks, they have the spare tire under the cab. And what is it? It's like a little screw in the carpet that you have to to lower the, the spare tire. It's um, usually it comes with a long uh, pole that uh-huh. you stick in there like a key and you set it in there and then you turn it to loosen it and it cranks down and it lets it come down. And yeah. that's the way you put it back up, too. Right. It's a, that's a weird little system, but that's how they work on there. Right. That's one system that it really pays to know how it works and where those parts are in your car so you can get to them. Mm-hmm. All right. Because otherwise you can get stuck without being able to, to get your spare down. Right. All right. Well, let's take a break right now. We're going to pause in our learning how to change a tire on your car. Um, we'll finish the rest of the steps when we come back from the break. But, hey, this is your time. If you've got a problem with your vehicle, give us a call. That's why Allison is here donating her time for the good people of Mississippi. Our number is one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two. 7464. You can also send us an email. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. Is your car under recall? We've got a list. There's quite a list again of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. The information presented on this program is meant to provide general information about the topics discussed and is not necessarily the opinion of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. The information presented does not create any type of relationship between the hosts and guests and the listening audience. Please consult an appropriate professional for guidance about your concerns. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to AutoCorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. Now, if you can't listen to our show all the way through live, please do find our podcast. Our podcast uh, website is kind of is extra spiffy now. We've kind of fixed that up a little bit. And I'll be listening to podcasts when I uh, am uh, driving through uh, the Delta uh, going to my mama's this weekend. Are, and, is that in Arkansas? Yeah, please? yeah. Yeah, we usually uh, drive up uh, through Yazoo City, then kind of zigzag up through, uh, what is it, Arcola, and uh, uh, wind up through the that Greenville Bridge that I think is the most gorgeous bridge. I actually go a little bit different route. I used to have a farm in Arcola. We had a farm in Satarsha, too. That's the route we take. But we're going up to Arkansas this weekend also. So you'll, you'll pass right by where I used to live. All right, I'll wave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here are the recalls for the week, and there's quite a few, so I'm just going to name off the brands and uh, look them up to see if this is something that you need to be concerned about. The 2016-2019 BMW X1, 
the 2017-2019 Chrysler Pacifica, the 2015 and 2018 Ram 1500, 2500, and 3500, plus the 2019 Toyota Sienna, the 2015 and 7 through 17's Toyota Yaris, 2016 Volvo XC90, and the 2019 Hyundai Velocitor. You can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration's website, nhtsa.gov slash recalls, and inputting your VIN number. Um, Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, and I are talking about getting your car ready for a, a, a trip and being uh, knowledgeable on how to change your tire if you need to. We've got a couple calls on the line, Allison. Let's go to Matt, and uh, Matt has a tip on changing a tire. Matt, we're so glad that you've called in. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, um, you guys have made some great comments there. Uh, something that I've always carried uh, day one is just a, a four-way lug wrench. Uh, it really helps out a lot. Uh, as you guys mentioned, sometimes those lug nuts can be on a little tight. Um, it allows you to get that extra purchase there. Even a uh, just a, a piece of pipe you can put on the end, like a cheater bar. It allow you to get enough torque to be able to actually break those lug nuts loose. And uh, one other thing that I found has been very helpful for me in the past is uh, carrying a scrap piece of wood. Uh, I always keep like about a one inch thick. Uh, you can even use a two by four, but the one I have is just one inch, about eight by eight square. And when I pull over on the road, and I've had changed numerous tires, if it's ground is soft, your uh, jack is going to sink. And by using that flat piece of wood or a two by four, we'll distribute the weight and uh, we'll keep your jack from sinking. It'll allow you to be able to get your car up and uh, save you a whole lot of headache. And uh, that's about it, man. I've enjoyed the show and appreciate you guys letting me talk. Thank you, Thank you very much. Oh, Matt, we really appreciate you. Well, those are some good tips. He's right on about that. Um, the jack, the weight, it's a thin kind of a jack. It's not very big, and so it can be you know put into a car. It it will sink into the ground. In fact, any any jack will sink into the ground. And usually on the side of the road, you're dealing with some gravel and some dirt and and that sort of thing. And then I like the uh, using the the tire um, iron because you do have more leverage to break those bolts loose. And, and, and a lot of people know and have dealt with the lug nuts on a car where they over-tighten them in the shops, and they're almost impossible to get off on your own. So that those will help a lot. Yeah, that's something we mentioned at the beginning of the show. It's It may be worth your time. If time is of the essence, it might be worth your time to try to change the tire yourself. You can always start to try to change it. One of the first things that we mentioned in our list was trying to undo the lug nuts. But if you can't, then if you're lucky enough to have uh, roadside assistance with your vehicle manufacturer or with your insurance or your AAA member, give them a call. But uh, as wonderful as they are, it's not going to be instantaneous, and you're going to need to wait a little bit for that. We have a couple of calls holding. Let's go to Harry in Pascagoula. Harry, we're so glad that you've called in to autocorrect today. Go ahead. Hello, ladies. I've got a question about tire rotation, and is there a difference between front-wheel drive 
vehicle's tire rotation or in rear-wheel drive tire location. I got another question after that. But what had happened was I was in Yellowstone Park, and I had my van there, and I was fixing to drive home to Mississippi, and I said, well, man, I'm going to get my tires rotated. And they swapped the tires from one side to the other and reversed them. But then I had two blowouts, you know, on the trek across country, and I was wondering, is it, uh, there's got to be something about changing the rotation from going forward to, to putting them on the other side or something that caused it to have two blowouts just like that, um, you know, one 150 miles away from each other. And I was just uh, I want clarification on what is the proper rotation for front wheel drive uh, Toyota van. Sienna. Oh, good question. Good, really good question. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure what would be the right rotation on that because it does vary by vehicle, and that's one of those things where you do want to look on your owner's manual and see what they suggest. Um, something that may have happened to your cross country trip is maybe they were directional tires, and when they flipped them to the other side, it turned them around the wrong way, uh, and maybe is that there caused a read on the tire whether it's directional or not. How do you know? Is that yeah. what you just asked? It'll actually have a big arrow on it, on the side. You can also look at the tread and get an idea if it's directional because tread is going to point. If it's if it has a curve on the the tread on it, it's going to point towards the front of the car because it oh, channels okay. that rain outward on the tire. But it'll also have a big arrow on the side of what which direction the tires you go most tires are directional a lot okay. a lot of tires are directional so um sometimes you want to rotate front to back and and that's kind of like most things are you can rotate that way and then there's there's some other patterns too so you want to see what's optimal for your car so it, it does vary a little bit Great. And I'm uh, not, I've, I've said before, I'm not exactly a tire specialist. I refused to learn it in school because I didn't want to end up as a tire person because tires are too heavy for me to lift <laughs> on a day-to-day basis. So I didn't learn my tire rotation and stuff in and out because okay. of that. Well, what about this? Um, if you don't need a front-end alignment, but your car is still pulling uh, a little bit one side right or left, um, which which tire is lower in air pressure? So, like, if, uh, if you've got a slight pull to the right, do you want to add a pound or two to your left tire, or do you want to add a pound or two to your right tire? How do you, uh, can't you adjust a, a pull if it's not, like, really out of alignment, but it's pulling a little bit, unequal tire pressure? Um, which way, if your car is pulling to the right, say, um, do you put a little air, extra air in that right tire, or is it the opposite of where, which way your car is pulling? That sounds kind of hinky, Harry. <laughs> Allison, what do you have to say about that? Oops, well, I, uh, Harry, I think we've lost Allison for a little bit. Um, I'm going to let you hang hang on, and or, or we'll we'll let her uh, we'll we'll get to that. Okay, yeah, just ask her if you can uh, uh, adjust the the drive uh, of your car 
You don't need a front end alignment. Yeah, we will. All right. Thanks. Put air pressure into extra air. Okay. Thanks, Harry. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. We're taking your calls at 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 1-877-672-7464. Or our email is auto at mpbonline.org. Allison, Harry wanted to know if you had a pull on your car to the left or to the right if you could counteract that by putting additional air into one side or the other of your tires. What do you think about that? Uh, I would be concerned about what's causing the pull, but uh, your brake caliper can seize up on one side and cause it to pull. And when you put on your brakes, it'll pull to the other side. That's one symptom of a brake caliper being stuck. Um, which will wear your pads out prematurely. Um, another thing is maybe some suspension or something is off or out of alignment. It's going to wear your tires unevenly. What I recommend is having that checked out and find out why it's pulling. I wouldn't particularly recommend putting air in it unless that was just a temporary fix. But if you have your air to the right, um, now if you do have a pull, I do recommend checking the air pressure as one of the first things you do to make sure everything's even and and then going from there. And if you have a pull after that, you may need an alignment, which can wear your, te- your tires out funny and cost you more money in the long run. It's probably better to go ahead and get an alignment or just to see what's going on, whether your brake caliper is seized up and pulling it and, and putting the brake on one side. So that's what I suggest doing. I don't particularly suggest um, just putting air in it and leaving it alone. Remind us, Allison, do we check the pressure? Do we fill the car to the pressure on the tires or the pressure on the little metal plate on the vehicle? Or should that be the same? On that tire, in, on, on that tire information little uh, plate that's in your car, when you open up your driver's side door, it's on there along with your vehicle identification information on your door. You said you have like two um, metal plaques that are pinned, riveted in there. And you should go by that pressure, that tire pressure. Most cars are 32 PSI and 60 PSI for your spare on average. But that's where you would look for the tire pressure for your car. It doesn't matter what brand tire you get. As long as you've got the right size, that's the pressure you want to use. All right. We're talking about preparing for a weekend trip. We've given uh, half of our suggestions on how to change your tire. We'll get to the other half in a little bit. Allison is taking your car repair questions after the break. Our number is 1-877-MPB-RING. You can also send us an email, auto at mpbonline.org. What's an unreliable car not to buy? We'll get to that after the break. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill. I hope you've downloaded our app for your smartphone, the MPB Public Media app. Consumer Reports has a list of 108 
2007 to 2016 models that have a record of much worse than average overall reliability based on subscriber responses to their annual auto survey. Today, we're going to caution you about the Ford Edge, the 2012 and 2013 models. They have reported electrical problems. So please consider reading up on the reliability of this specific year, make and model of car before purchasing it as a used car, suggests Consumer Reports. Carcomplaints.com is another resource for unreliable car lists. And if you're interested in reviews of new cars, Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for WFYI, a public radio station in Indianapolis. He's reviewed cars and covered the auto industry for over 25 years. And his review this week is on the 2019 Cadillac X. T4 and the Chevy Equinox. We're talking about Memorial Day weekend traveling or traveling during the summer. Our lines are completely full, so we're going to go straight on to Bryce in Hattiesburg. Bryce, thanks so much for calling in to AutoCorrect today. Go ahead. Hi. Um, I used to work at an emergency roadside assistance um, call center. And um, I don't know if y'all have heard of Southern Tire Mart. I know there's one in Jackson, but there's a, we covered everywhere from Florida to Texas. And um, I was just going to let everybody know um, to pay heed uh, um, to what you said about making sure you it's better to know how to change your tire because it's not just going to be a wait. If it's during the day, you might get lucky and find a mom and pop store that'll come out and change your tire. But if it's after hours, commercial vendors are pretty much the only people out there changing tires. You're getting pushed back to the very back of the line, and you're going to be waiting hours, especially in the summertime. They I'm okay. Bryce, we appreciate wow. that insider tip. Uh, that's good to know. Yeah. I mean, it really it's going to be hours. So do your best to learn how to change that tire. Uh, thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, no yeah problem. thanks for that, that comment. That you know that's wow. that's good to know. So uh, you know, try those lug nuts yourself first if you can, right, Allison? Yes, yes. Okay, I, I see that now. I thought it was a little better uh, that they would come a little quicker. That, but that was years ago when I've used it years and years ago. Um, I had an emergency on the side of the road, and they came really quick in the middle of nowhere. But I guess that these days they've got more calls coming in and are just busier. Right. All right. Let's now go to Dennis in Ocean Springs. Uh, Dennis, we're so glad that you've called in to autocorrect. Go ahead. Hi. A couple of points, please. Uh, I want to make sure we got it straight with the TPMS. I own uh, Ford newer cars, two of which are 2018s, and none of them have a TPS sensor in the spare tire. In fact, if you call up the little pictorial icon on your dashboard, you know, that where you can read the tire pressures, you'll see four tires, but you won't see any spare. So I'm not sure that's that's quite right. 19. Um, another thing what you might road- have is uh, on some cars, they stop putting the sensor in the tire, and they actually do it by the wheel speed sensor, the, how fast the wheel's turning. So it uses the same wheel speed sensor that the ABS and traction control use. That could be why you don't have that same sensor set up. A little different, uh, possibly. Oh, oh, okay, you're saying once the tire is put on the car. Right. In other words, once I put the spare on the car, then it'll read it. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, if I, yours I, I is set up that way. 
Okay, I thought you meant it would read. But it, it may no. it may not read for the for the spare. I'm not real sure how that's set up. Like you know, because the spare is a is a different radius. It's a different size. Then, um, well, I'm not really sure if it is or, or not. It's a radius because I know also, it's a lot thinner, of course. Yeah, it's also but I don't know it's different. different. It's also a different right. pressure. It's much, it's much higher. So it would, it would. Yeah, it would it, like they usually something. average about sixty. So I'm not real sure on how that works, and that may be different per car on that different, you know, manufacturers and how they um, deal with that. Dennis, what was the second thing you wanted to say? Uh, the uh, rotation, because uh, again, I've got a lot of cars, and what I well, first off, on some cars, like on my BMW, you can't rotate them anyway because the rear tires are a different size. I have a Porsche that goes right. through the same thing, yeah. but uh, sure. the owner's manuals show different patterns for different cars. And what will happen is if you don't go to the same tire shop to have them rotated, I've been places before where they wanted to do them crossways, some wanted to do them just front to back, and if you're, you know, you may it may never even be the same place because you need to look in your owner's manual and see specifically what it says last thing i want to say is my this thing about not having a spare tire scares the daylights out of me i have a porsche it's a beautiful car i can afford it but my biggest fear is i'm going to be in the middle arizona on a friday night and have a blowout even if they tow me to a tire shop they're not going to have a tire that fits a Porsche. It's a very unusual size. I'm going to be stuck there for days while they air freight one in and have to pay for a hotel and all kinds of other stuff. So it really pays to plan in advance. If you've got a car that doesn't have a spare tire, you've got to be prepared for the worst-case scenario. Uh, I'll get off the air then. Thank darn, you. Those rich, darn those rich person problems. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just begging. I'd, I'd love to have that problem with the Porsche. That would be great. But, um, yeah, you're right, and that's that's kind of a rare situation. But yeah, it, I can see if you have a car that has unusual tire sizes, that yeah, a lot of places are going to find those are like derated on a Porsche. I'm sure. Well, even so uh, Walmart, you know, we were looking at cars in the fall, and I think the Kia Soul didn't come with a, a spare tire. So it's you know it's it's all all ends, and if some place is closed, they're closed, and you have to wait. So yeah, d- check to see if you have a spare. If you don't have a spare, then you just need to to be careful about that. Dennis, thanks so I've much never heard for of a calling car in. Without a spare. Oh, okay. yeah, thanks. I've never heard of a car without a spare there. That was that was high on our list of uh, needs, must haves when we were searching for a new car, and we were quite surprised at the number of cars that didn't have. Uh, spares, but if you stay in your little neighborhood of your little city and, and don't travel out too much, then you'll have a much lighter car without a spare. And if you you have uh, friends or uh, a service that can can help you out, then that you know that is to to your benefit. This morning we're talking about uh, weekend traveling. We're talking about uh, how to get your car ready for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, Allison, let's go through uh, just a couple more. Let's go through about four more of our little tips on what to do if you need to change your tire. So we've pulled over. We've gotten the tire off. We've gotten jacked the tire up. We've uh, gotten the tire off. You put the spare tire on. And then the next thing you do is tighten the lug nuts by hand. That's right. Go ahead and put them on there at least two or three turns and get them started on the thread. 
and then you can take the tire iron, put it on there, and spin it and get it on there fast. You know, go ahead and spin it on there with the if you have that four way tire iron, or use the wrench that came with it and go ahead and and you can go ahead and spin it down all the way on with with the tire on there. You can go ahead and and put it all the way on. I always recommend doing a star pattern on your lug nuts. That means going cross. If you do one at the top, shoot down to the bottom and make a star pattern with it so that it goes on evenly, and that's really important. Um, also. Once you get the tire on there and you tighten those up, then you let it down. I used to keep with me a bottle of Fix-A-Flat, and I still have it. I haven't had to use it in years, but at one time I had a flat, and I replaced it with the spare. The spare didn't have enough air in it, and I used that Fix-A-Flat enough to get me to a convenience store where I could air it up. So I I recommend that. Now, a lot of tire guys, if they're listening, are are really mad that I said that because apparently it's harder to take a tire off of Fix-A-Flat. But the thing is, if you're stuck with a tire with no air in it, that's better than nothing. And that will get you to a convenience store. A can of Fix-A-Flat will get you to a convenience store. And when I actually used it, it lasted for years. Well, and isn't it Murphy's Law, if you've got the can of Fix-A-Flat, you probably don't need to use it. That's right. I only used it one time in all these years. All right. (laughs) So after you've tightened the lug nuts by hand, then lower the vehicle and go ahead and tighten those lug nuts again. That's right. And then when you once you lower the vehicle and it's on the back down all the way off the jack, go ahead and tighten them up all the way in that star pattern. And the, what I recommend how tight to go is um, for a man, don't go as fully as tight as you can. Don't just put all your power onto it. Go about three quarters or a little more than that of your full power on it. And for a woman, for me, when I tighten up lug nuts, I go as hard as I can, but not too hard, and I leave it at that. And that usually, I've gone back and checked them with torque wrenches, and I hit about 100 foot-pounds of torque, which is an average amount of torque for a tire. They usually range from like 90 to 140 foot-pounds of torque. On an average car, it's about 100 foot-pounds of torque. And it's about as strong as a woman can tighten it, if you think about that. And I'm not very big, but, but you know, put as put a good bit of, of, of uh, weight behind it about not full strength but almost full strength that's enough to, to put on your tire that's going to hit about 100 foot pounds of torque and that's what you want on your car all right then uh, m- make sure you've uh, lowered the car completely uh, remove the jack and maybe uh, give those lug nuts just one more pull to make sure that they are as tight as possible we're discussing roadside emergencies on our on our show today getting ready for memorial day or for your summer vacation we're also taking your repair questions john and paul hang on just a minute uh, you can send us an email to auto at mpbonline.org. What's new in the news? Hang on a minute and we'll tell you. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Welcome back to AutoCorrect. If you've missed any of our program, you can listen to the whole show live at mpbonline.org slash autocorrect. Okay, Paul and John, here we go. Let's go with Paul. Um, thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, well, what I was calling about is uh, two things. Number one, I think the biggest problem with anybody changing a tire, and especially a woman, is the jack itself how it works and where it where you have to attach it because i've seen i've come up on people having problems alongside the road and they have no idea where to attach that jack to jack it up my suggestion would be and especially to a woman is when you buy a car take the jack out take it to the dealer you bought it from and say okay how does this thing work and where do I attach it on the front and on the back if I have a flat? That's my suggestion for that. Excellent. The other thing is, uh, I heard the guy asking about if you have a car pulling to the right, did you know your car's aligned? Uh, do you add air to the tire to get it to stop pulling? My suggestion to that would be is if you've got a car that's been properly aligned and you've got good tires, if it's pulling right or left, if it's pulling right, I would check the right front tire to make sure it's got the same amount of air as the left front tire. And that's that's my suggestions for today. Paul, you have a wise head you. on your shoulder. I've got a I guess yeah. just the, uh, I have to say in defense of women, I've had to teach a lot of guys how to change a tire, by the way. Well, yeah, th- well, that's why. <laughs> they, didn't know how to, they didn't even know how to take off the hubcap. Yeah, in the was, summertime uh, or something, you should you should spend some time when it's not an emergency situation and you're not on the interstate with cars whizzing by to get familiar with your spare tire. Yeah, I, I think if you're having a bad day and you want to accomplish something, you have nothing better to do, it'd be a great time to do it while you have time to do it. You can watch some YouTube videos, drink your coffee while you do it. I think it's a wonderful thing. If anyone does anything with their car, if you, if you don't do anything else, this is an easy one to do that everyone will be able to do. All right. And if you can't, sorry, because it's easy. That's right. Thanks, Paul. Let's go now to John in Bentonia. John, thanks for calling in to uh, AutoCorrect. Go ahead. A couple tips on uh, wrenches to to break the lug nuts. Uh, Don't. They they make two flavors of those star wrenches. Do not buy the smaller one. You're you're just you know you you might save a couple bucks. Get the one that's you know about eighteen inches uh, across each length. You know you're talking about the tire iron. Yeah yeah those star tire irons. Don't don't buy the small one. Okay. All right. And well that's that's one tip. The second most important tip is. Uh, Archimedes, Greek philosopher, said, give me a lever long enough I can move the earth. Well, you know, just remember that whenever you're doing anything on your car. Go to Home Depot, buy a two-inch length of PVC pipe that fits over your lug wrench in the car. Stick that beside your your driver's seat, um, you know, 
floorboard there. It, it's a, it'll double as a safety feature if if you ever get attacked or anything. But that'll help you slip that over your lug wrench. Make sure you get one a pipe, a plastic pipe or a steel pipe. You don't need a steel; a plastic will do it. We'll give you an extra foot or two of leverage, leverage, and uh, you can break anything loose with that. I like the way you think, John. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for being a part of our show. You're welcome. Take- He's very right about that. That's a regular um, tool that's kept in my toolbox and many other mechanics. Is a, We call them a cheater bar, but they're basically a pipe you slip over the end of the wrench to give you a lot more leverage. And uh, I haven't come across but a few things I wasn't able to break that way. So they, I like that suggestion. All right. And, Allison, with our last few minutes, let's plow through the last few things uh, to do when you're changing your tire because – um, if you if you've got time to wait for roadside assistance, then that is fantastic. But if you have the opportunity to change your own tire, then then good for you. And we think you should uh, maybe practice when you're not on the side of the interstate. But uh, if you can do it, try to do it yourself. Next, replace the hubcap after you uh, if if it fits uh, your spare. All right. They, I, not many do that I know of. Um, so don't worry about that and just put it up where it won't get damaged. And um, you're just going to have to ride around with that ugly spare for a minute. Yep. And yeah. they look awful. Right. So then after that, you're going to uh, put your put your jack, put your lug wheel wrench, put all your equipment away and make sure you don't leave anything on the side of the road. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because a lot of those jacks are built specifically for a car. The the lug wrench is specifically for the lug nuts in your car and attaches to your jack as the, the handle. And all that needs to say uh, specifically with your car. I think we had to go on eBay because the the one of the kids was lovely enough to help someone change a tire and then left the stuff on the side of the road. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a bunch of different configurations for jack, so you need the one that's for your car. All right. Next, uh, check the tire in the spare. Check the pressure in the spare tire? Right, the one that you just put (laughs) on. Yeah, check that, that pressure in the spare tire. Hopefully you've checked it beforehand and you know what pressure it is. But when you put it on the car and you lower it down, it's going to squish the tire. You'll see if it doesn't have enough air, it's not holding it up off the ground. And, of course, that's what you want. And um, and like I suggested, if you want to use a can of the Fix-A-Flat or you can go to the store and get some to go ahead and, and, and put a little air in there so that you can make it to fully air it up. Uh, that's a tip, but if it's if it's where the rim is on the ground, it's there's no air in it. You can't drive that way at all. So you have to maybe jack it back up, take that spare off, and have someone drive you to a convenience store and put air in that tire and bring it back and put it on. That's the only thing you can do. Uh-huh. Or your roadside service will have an air compressor. All right. Then uh, lastly, uh, as soon as you can, take your flat tire to a technician. That's right. They're, the spare tires don't last very, or they're not made to be driving around. Obviously not. They're as thin as wagon wheel tires. 
from back in the 20s on Model T. <laughs> Obviously, you can't drive around on that um, very much. I see people doing it, but it always makes me nervous. And it always seems like they're speeding. And please don't speed on those tires. It's, they're very, very unstable, especially in the rain. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think those, go ahead and those donuts, they don't recommend over 55. Yeah, that sounds right. 55 miles per hour. So we, we hope you don't have to change your tire. Keep your tires properly inflated. Rotate them according to the manufacturer's guidelines. Monitor for tread wear. And those precautions will extend the life of your tires and reduce, reduce the likelihood of a flat. But there's no way to prevent flats entirely. But proper care can improve your performance to ensure your tires last as long as possible. Thank you, Allison. Allison Walker, the uh, lady auto mechanic, ASC certified, and you can find her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm Liz Gill. Thanks to Java Chapman and Michelle McAdoo for answering our phones and running our board. Up next is our Thursday Southern Remedy show, Kids and Teens, with Dr. Morgan McLeod, and we hope you'll join us next Thursday at 10 a.m. for AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Have a safe Memorial Day weekend. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.